0: This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris. Welcome back to the podcast. Can you believe we're almost through the week? For me, a very short week. The shortest it's been in a while, that's for sure. I'm gonna do a little more of that I found it to be uh very beneficial to me to be able to take a little break and I feel like uh well, I feel better. I guess I was gonna say I feel like it makes the podcast better, but I didn't get a whole lot of feedback from yesterday, so maybe I'm a little maybe it's better if I just run myself ragged. I don't know I like to hear that feeling of pain. Here's what I want to tell you. There was a lot of uh, philosophical I got to, I think, in the in the first 20 minutes yesterday. One of the things I'm going to do here today, by the way, I'm going to run through the, the stories. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to talk about. I haven't done that in a long time. And as I was kind of getting ready here to, to talk about what I want to talk about, I said, you know, maybe it'd be good to to let people know what's coming up. At least you could prepare your mind for it a little bit, let you know if you actually want to invest the time to listen, and, uh, you know, maybe create a little conversation uh curiosity that you would want to stick around and listen to what's coming up. That was my thought on that. I'm going to tell you that in a second, but I just real quick want to tell you. These are really dark times that we're living in. They really are. Uh You know, I hear many known investors, the only good investment advice right now is to pay off all your debt, and I'm not really sure that that's the best investment advice. I wouldn't tell you not to do that, but um I, you know if you ask me the the best thing you can do today uh is acquire any and all assets that you possibly can and uh i wouldn't do stocks i wouldn't buy any more stocks, but uh you know if you can't buy land is good, I would get some gold. I really would I think it's a good idea right now you gotta have a place to keep it you don't want to keep it in the house. We don't keep anything valuable in the house. Nothing. We really don't. Uh, it's just—I uh, mean, we've got plenty of security. This place is like Fort Knox. Uh, I pity the fool that that tries to come in here to take something. It would be pretty foolish. You'd be better—you'd be better off buying it. Put it that way. But that's just how I operate. I've never kept anything valuable in the house. You know, we've got a couple of heirloomish type things. I'll say, and we've never kept them in the house. Never. You know, we've had them over for holidays and and some rare occasions, but never really uh, like to keep it around. I suggest you do the same. But that would be my advice right now. But the point is this. uh, It's dark times right now to the point where, you know, investors are saying don't invest. Like I've never heard that in my lifetime. Any The savvy investors, and I see it. I mean, uh, I've talked about this. I'm not really at the point where I would do it anyway, but I get calls all the time. Hey, have you thought about doing a deal? It's like dealing with a drug addict. You know, the the whole business of, of real estate investment and um, uh, real estate development, which was really my my part of it. Um, you know, it's it's as, as shady as anything, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, the the stories you hear <clears throat> about Donald Trump. I think it's kind of normal, a lot of that, for the way you operate in that industry. You have to to survive. You can, can't trust anybody. You always want to have the upper hand because if you don't, you're definitely going to get screwed. It's just the way that it operates. Uh, but d- despite how things look right now, uh, how polluted, convoluted, corrupted, whatever you want to call it. It seems biblical, really. Did you see the flooding in Pakistan? Tell me that's not biblical. I think it's biblical. Oh, man. There's a lot of things I could point to. Who knows? We're going to find out. Some people think it's time for the second coming. I've been hearing that my whole life as well. I don't know. I'm not making any kind of prediction like that. May, you know, maybe it's going to be like the 70s. I was thinking, and I saw a story on that, that. Somebody had that opinion. Not mine, by the way. I think if we end up with 70s inflation, we'd get really lucky through this. I mean that. But I told you this story before, before the last the great recession. I was like, this is it. I'm looking at valuations, price to earnings, cap rates. I'm thinking, there's no way. There's no way. These values are so overinflated, it's not even funny. I was wrong. They did. They really did kick the can down the road. I didn't think it was possible. Uh, not everybody's going to remember all this. There's just about every industry that you could talk about, every major industry at this point you could talk about. They talk about the tech bubble. What about the automotive loan bubble? That just went away. All of a sudden, used cars became worth more than they were before. When does that happen? It's freaky to say the least, huh? Right? Freaky to say the least. Uncertain times. Really nothing positive to say about the outlook for the future, no no matter how you look at it. But there are opportunities in that. And that's not even really the point. You know, in my days as a kid listening to talk radio, I loved it, starting at like 10 years old. My brother Ted, my older brother Ted, introduced me to to talk radio. Ironically, he hates me now because of some of the things I've said on this podcast. He's a big Bernie guy, Trump hater. You know, so now I'm the bad guy, right? It's all my fault. Well, anyway, he introduced me to talk radio. And there was a guy on the station, WWDB. Which, ironically, my buddy Stan has a show on WWDB. I've been able to, to fill in for him. What an honor. Can you imagine? Like my childhood dream of being on the radio, being one of those guys. I kid you not. True story. You know, it's a weird thing. The kids were playing Atari and G.I. Joe and sports. And I liked to talk radio. Not that I didn't do other things. I did. Hunting, fishing, uh, all kinds of things. You know, working on a horse farm. But uh, I really did. I had a passion for the spoken word at an early age. And Jim Corey, that's the point I wanted to make, Dr. Jim Corey, he was like a health food dude, Uh, yeah, like a health guy. Like they would go through on the talk station, they would talk about a variety of different topics. And I also found that to be intriguing. Like I felt like you could get like a whole life's lessons by listening to these guys. Right? Dr. Jim Corey's going to sit there and talk to me for three hours on a Sunday or whatever it was. And, you know, I couldn't always. But anyway, every time he finished, he would say this. He had a little saying. I think he was a Marine, by the way. I can't, I've got to check on that. Anyway, he used to say, tough times don't last, tough guys do. And I'm going to tell you something, especially to the men listening and to, especially to young men. I know we don't have a lot. Keep your chin up. Don't let the bastards get you down. There's plenty of opportunity for you. I'm not saying that there's not uncertainty. You got to be realistic about things. I don't go running out and buying uh, cars and goofy investment property. I'm not saying I wouldn't buy any real estate right now, but I probably wouldn't buy any real estate right now. Not a good time to buy real estate. Really isn't. I'm sure there's deals to be had. I'm sure there will be deals that come. Uh, but that doesn't mean that it's a good time to buy. Doesn't mean you shouldn't, I guess. Either way, tough times don't last. Tough guys do. You've got to keep putting one foot forward. Instead of focusing on everything that's wrong, everything that's preventing you from doing what you want to do, figure out a way to work around it. Improvise, uh, adapt, and overcome. It's a saying that we had in the Marine Corps. It's very powerful. Very simple. Stay flexible. Semper Gumby. Always flexible. Eh, so What? You know, so what I can't fly? Drive. Take up driving as a hobby. You could drive 14, 16-hour a day. You don't have to get geared up for it. I don't want to get too far down this rabbit hole. My point is, if you, look, if you look, you'll find bad news everywhere today. But if you look closely, you can find good days ahead for you, especially if you're faithful. I really believe that. Anyway, that's my... Uh, <laughs> That's my opening monologue for thursday's podcast September eighth two thousand twenty two I didn't even do a big podcast; we just had our five year anniversary on the sixth, and uh, I didn't even do a big a big ceremonial thing. yeah, what are you gonna do? Five years That's one thing I haven't felt optimistic about is the podcast, to be honest with you, and I'll tell you why they're they're just beaten down. Uh, any voice that is not very much in line with their machine-learned language. And that's really what it is at this point. You know who Obama's biggest donor was? Google. Yeah, put that together and tell me that they were not being, uh, what shall I say, uh, defrauded. Is that the word is that the word I want to say that? Defrauded? I think so. You know the word I want to use. I don't want to say it. I want to be a nice guy, you know flexible, easy peasy, whatever you want to do, right? I'm good. I'm not the one that's going to run out of heat in Europe, right? Uh, The border issues, I see a lot of uh, non-white on white crime. Uh, It just seems like every headline. Now, maybe the uh, algorithms are just feeding that into me to stoke my – panic and fear and turn me into a crazy radical so they can lock me up down in Washington, D.C. for being a MAGA Republican. <laughs> That's working. Not really. Not really. Um, you know, I worry about my family. I worry about my kids. I look around and I'm thinking, I don't have anything to worry about. For God's sake, uh, you know, Russia, the, the militaries of the world are in complete shambles. You know, i got to tell you, I'm losing a little confidence in ours. I hate to say that. My son's in the Air Force. I don't feel really good about it. I really don't. All this woke nonsense and this liberalism of the military, and um, there's, there's changes on a micro level that you really have to understand the culture uh, to understand what's even going on. I didn't even really want to get into it. It disgusts me on many levels, especially the Marine Corps. You know, when I see Marines in uniform, I guess it could have been fake. It could have been. I mean, you can buy uniforms. You can buy Humvees. I guess it could have been. Maybe it was. Maybe I fell for it. Marines twerking while they're washing a Humvee on video. You never would have in a million years. I think it was on a Marine TikTok page, I feel like. I don't know. And why would the Marine Corps be on TikTok to begin with? I don't know. Maybe it's all a sham the more I think about it. All right. I've been yammering on for 11 minutes. I said I was going to tell you the stories, and I've done everything but that. Let me tell you what I want to talk about. I want to get to all this today. So if we got to go a couple minutes long, we will. Uh, I want to talk about the prisoners down in uh, Washington, D.C. The story came out, uh, eight hours of torture, January 6th prisoner repeatedly maced by bully guard. Hmm. Stories corroborated, at least in this story, we'll talk about that. Surprise, you won't believe what Biden's putting inside vending machines. Okay. I don't know that Biden has a vending machine campaign, but we'll find out. This is big. This is one of several big stories I have for you. Louis Vuitton versus Liberal Portland. Luxury band, band brand. Luxury brand won't pay, will not pay. 2020 taxes. After protesters ransacked a store, <laughs> There's a lot to go into on that. Um, this story out of the Gateway pundit is not good for Oz. I know it's a bunch of loonies here in Pennsylvania. Three days after holding, uh, three days after Trump holds a rally for him in Pennsylvania, Dr. Oz says that he would have certified Joe Biden as president. Oh my. Oh, my. We'll get into that. I have a lot to say about that. Oz is going to say, oh, yeah, I would have certified Biden as president. (laughs) There's a bunch of Republicans that are about to vote for a a, uh, Muslim liberal. I kid you not. It's fascinating to me, right? The racist (laughs) Republican Party is going to elect a liberal Muslim. Hey, they, listen, you had a lot of Republicans. The Fo- Let's call them the Fox News Republicans. Boom, I like that. I think that sticks. Huh? That's what you get live on the Christopher Scott Show. The Fox News Republicans. Oh, wait till you hear that. Wait till you hear that now. I guarantee you you're going to hear that come around. The Fox News Republicans, right? They were in love with this kook mayor in New York City. Do you remember that? They're like, oh, maybe she should come over to the Republican Party. How about Manchin that just voted for the New Green Deal? They're like, he's a coal cracker. He votes for the New Green Deal, as they call it, the Inflation Reduction Act. And and all the sheep, oh, it's good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's good. It's good. we will be living with it for 10 years minimum. Look at the Obamacare. When's that going away? How many promises? From the Fox News Republicans. Yeah, people forget so quickly. I got off point. I can, See, I can't do it. Take a breath, Chris. Relax. You know, semper gumby. Improvise, adapt, and overcome. What do I care? Trump ally ejected and permanently barred from office with a court ruling not seen since the Civil War era. <laughs> you understand what's going on there? Guy got arrested for the January 6th debacle. He held office. Oh, boy. The View. You know The View, that TV show that's always on in every doctor's office around around the world? Maybe people ought to ask why that's the case. Well, they're paying out $22 million to Kyle Rittenhouse. Ooh, my boy Kyle's getting some coin. Judge gives Fauci 21 days to turn over emails with social media companies. A lawsuit was filed by, I believe, we'll get into it, the Missouri Attorney General, alleging collusion, basically, I don't know if that's the proper legal term, between Fauci and social media companies. Oh, and the judge says we want the emails. This story is uh, more than mildly disturbing to me. Teenage girls <clears throat> with invisible illnesses post TikToks crying or in hospital beds for likes. This is a crazy story. ESG and corporate totalitarianism. American thinker. This is a fantastic article. We're going to take a deep dive into that. It sure seems that Biden DOG, D-O-G, DOJ, I got my tongue tied tonight, It sure seems the Biden DOJ is leaking fake news stories to the liberal media. This is nuts. What do you mean it sure seems? It's pretty much plain as day to me. Could be a Republican. You never know. Project Veritas. Democrat, South Carolina candidate, Crystal Matthews. You should hear what she says about white people. That's only mildly racist. If you complain about it, it's just your your white privilege. Black people have had to put up with this for years. Just shut up and take it. Hmm. Welcome to America. Obama was at the White House. Did you know this? Yeah, I think he was You know, laying around, probably kicked his shoes off, put his feet up, got himself a nice soda while Michael walked around reexamining Jill's decorating. I don't know what they did. But I know this. Obama thanked Joe Biden for making the country better than when he took office. And I want to say, Joe's done a great job making this country better than when he took office. How was my Obama impression? Like it's it's for him to say. (laughs) I know what I'd like to say. Here you go. For uh, liberals, Biden supporters, good news. According to MSN Politics, Biden leads Trump by the widest margin of the last six months. Get you know, He was never behind. It's amazing. These, <laughs> this is the journalistic wisdom in this country. Not 24 hours ago there were stories about how uh, Biden's low ratings were like the lowest ever in history. Biden's ratings uh, were lower than the rainfall in the Sahara Desert, okay? It wasn't wasn't too bad, huh? Fetterman says he'll debate Oz. I want to talk about that and what's going on in Pennsylvania. Lots of people interested. And uh, what's going on with the FBI? Talk about that a little bit. There's no way I'm getting to all this in 19 minutes here. So... (laughs) <laughs> we'll split it up with tomorrow. You're going to have to come back for part two. How's that? How's that for a bait and switch at 18 minutes? Oh, I almost feel guilty do that to the audience. Hey, what can I do? Poor planning on my part. You know, don't blame me. I'm not the one spending trillions of dollars, running up enormous debts in your name. It's going to go a little over my time. That's all. But this first story, get, get into some business here. This is from townhall.com. It sure seems the Biden DOJ is leaking fake news stories to the liberal media. What do you mean it sure seems that the that, that, that Biden DOJ, the DOJ, where do you think the photos are coming from? How could they come from any other source? The FBI, the DOJ, I don't know. Are they, are they mincing? Oh, I don't know. It's not us. No, it wasn't the Department of Justice. What was the FBI? Like, aren't you guys kind of. Oh, no, that's a separate department. (laughs) All right. Well, somebody (laughs) on the federal government side that's supposed to be protecting this classified information is leaking it all over the place to the media. And let me share a little bit. This is really well written. Um, And I don't want to plagiarize it. I really would appreciate you go to the show notes at ChristopherScottShow.com. And uh, give these guys a little traffic, too. Not that I think that they necessarily need it, but take a look at the articles. I put the show notes there for you. I think you'd find it a little more informative, mildly more informative than the Drudge Report or WND or Bongino Report or wherever you go or Facebook. (laughs) How many people are still getting their news from Facebook? God, I don't even want to think about it. I really don't even want to think about it. I'm, I'm not on Facebook. I don't want to be... And I advise you to get the heck off. It sure seems that the – what kind of government do we have? What kind of integrity does our government have when they just – there's no ability to control the flow of information? They control the flow of information in the directions that they want to control it in. But you get into, uh, you know, what's his name that that, that ran away to Russia? Um, uh, Julian Assange. Is he even alive still? Right? They're like, oh, the Espionage Act. Yep. We pretty much have a national security law here already. I didn't know that till recently. You've heard me uh, caution about that. According to that federal statute, um, <laughs> it's so broad it pretty much incriminates everybody, and that's kind of the purpose—that they're gonna get you. I was talking to uh, a guy running for, for uh, Pennsylvania Assembly, and he called me to ask me a few questions, and uh, mainly revolving around uh, campaign contributions. And uh, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I'm the, the treasurer for this campaign. I'm figuring out as I go. Hopefully, I don't mess it up, too, but I'm looking at The bottom line is, I guarantee, and, and there's plenty of means out there trying to, and it's so complicated, you can't imagine. To it purposely confusion. Why? Eh, you make a little mistake. Oh, yeah, we can overlook that, Chris. It's not a big deal. As long as you're agreeing with us and going along with everything else that we say. The minute that you don't, well, we're going to have to take a look at this. In Trump's case, he's going along with nothing. They're like, well, we're going to have to look at everything. We're going to have to go all the way back to your birth and check your DNA to make sure that your father was your legitimate father. We're checking it all. And to find something library book, speeding ticket, disgruntled ex girlfriend, it's all over. Traps all over. The, listen to this. This is on townhall.com. Go check it out for yourself. The Department of Justice is as reliable as a North Korean news agency. Wow. It goes much worse than that. I don't want to get all excited and rambunctious here i think I think the time is over for that this Our whole federal law enforcement has been completely politically weaponized to fit a liberal agenda and against the people and our constitutional rights. Um, <clears throat> many people make these claims. It's gone around a long time. Uh, but I don't know how you can argue that the overreach and influence has gone too far, if not anything else but the leaks from this, this Trump fiasco. It is acting out more like a tabloid magazine than it is some kind of professional legal investigation. And I don't care what side of the issue you're on, you've got to ask yourself, what the heck is with the handling of this? Even if you believe that Trump is going, to yeah, nuclear codes, hang him. Okay. Well, don't you think it would be prudent to have a proper investigation and not be leaking out details and, and polluting every jury pool around the world while you do it? Does anybody understand the basic? Well, no, they don't understand the, the basic legal premise because it doesn't exist. Why? Because the ends justify the means. And that's when we get back into the moral arguments. It does matter. The philosophy does matter. Do the ends justify the means? No. Simple answer. Would I steal to feed my family? It's a tough question. Uh, I don't know that I would necessarily. You know, you can go pretty long fasting if you had to. You'd be surprised. Um. You know, if it meant my daughter not eating, um, you know, I feel like I have a lot of options before I would have to do that. It may not be as convenient, but you know, this is another one of those things. And depending on how you say that, there's no other option but I have to steal it. Well, that's a pretty limiting belief. Could you hunt? Could you forage? Could you beg? I would respect begging more. Would I beg to feed my daughter? Yeah, yeah, I would. I would do that. Ask somebody for help. Would I ask a stranger to help if my daughter couldn't? Yes, I would. If a stranger offered to feed me and I felt that you know it wasn't going to harm them, would I? Yeah, I would take that. I don't see why not. I think it's good people helping people. Stealing. I think you got to be careful. As I've gotten older, if you would ask me when I was younger, I was oh yeah, steal for food. You know, and this is part of any uh, disaster emergency planning. By the way, you got to think security because there's plenty of people out there that will steal to feed themselves. What's that saying? Everybody's uh, two meals away from being a savage or something like that. Going to be the whole country soon. These, the, listen to this story; it's incredible. The Department of Justice is as reliable as a North Korean news agency. It certainly has similar credibility numbers. You know, that's a baseless claim, but it is funny. These DOJ officials have been going rogue for years. Sorry to rehash what you already know. Now, people forget. But this is great. The Russian collusion hoax. Uh, are they talking about the, the fake Trump dossier? Trump dossier. I got to... Uh, I should pull that original script back up. I did that podcast, the Trump dossier, uh, and I think, no, I called it the Velvet Revolution, America, it's time. And I felt that it was a breaking point. This is me, right? This is funny when I look back on it. I put together that story of how uh, corrupt Our political and federal government is, in in the handling of that so-called Trump dossier, the people involved, like John McCain, just stupid stuff they put out. I'll give you an example. John McCain says, "I, I, I don't know. I don't have anything really to say about the dossier. All I know is the document was delivered to me, and it looked sensitive, and I turned it over to the director of the FBI, and that was the last I saw or heard of it. So, now, what do you think that if that Trump dossier showed up on your doorstep? Are you just going to go drop it off down at the FBI and that's going to be the end of it? You don't think they're going to be like, whoa, 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 where did you end up? I don't know. Somebody left it on the door. All right. right, Okay, thanks. Thanks for clarifying. We'll see you later. I don't think so. Oh, but because it's John McCain, I suppose, wouldn't he want to know more about it? Wouldn't they want to talk to him? Wouldn't he be willing to if everything was on the up and up? Doesn't make any sense no matter how you dice it. And maybe they say, "Well, he didn't want to get involved. And, and maybe it's true. You know, maybe some anti-Trumper dumped it on his doorstep just to provoke the whole thing. And, you know, I, I don't know. But I'm going to tell you this, that Trump dossier... I put this whole story together in, in such a way that it's still to this day has never been done in the media. When I did it, it was like, I don't know, my 150th podcast, some low number. And I was like, this is going to put me on the in the top 10. Like, this is going to – they're going to be calling me from, from 60 Minutes and stuff. This type of investigative journalism. I think I got like uh, 14 listens on that podcast and two emails or something like that. It got nothing. <laughs> and and I made it a little dramatic. I was like America, it's time. Like they they've taken over, you know. They they're literally um trying to attempt a coup in in broad daylight is what they were doing. They're trying to oust the democratically elected president. They denied it. They forget this now. Like, oh, this is a threat to democracy. That Trump dossier and the impeachment hearings, and all these lies, and it's all laid out right here in this article. The, the, Trump, the Russian collusion hoax, fabrication of evidence to secure FISA spy warrants on Trump campaign officials, the suppression of evidence in that process, the botched kidnapping plot against the Democratic governor in Michigan that the FBI initiated the whole thing. The actual surveillance operation against the Trump campaign in 2016. All of which point to these institutions becoming the left's political Gestapo force. Let me tell you something. It's more than deeply concerning. And, you know, you say, well, there's no way that, you know, a couple hundred thousand federal agents or whatever are going to put the clamps down on everybody. Well... I wouldn't go saying that necessarily because it's easy to create fear. Uh, I, I think it's very concerning. I think every American should be deeply concerned. And the liberals, the, the Trump hating, the, the, the rage against Trump, that's really the threat to democracy, if you ask me. This uh, Project Veritas, this is where they go in and they they do undercover videos. So they met with uh, this Democrat South Carolina, U.S. Senate candidate, Crystal Matthews. And she says in the video, she says a lot, very anti-white, and you got to treat white people poorly. It's, hard, it's very racist. And she says, we need some secret sleepers. Like, you need them to run as the other side, even though they are for our side, and we need them to win. I've made comments like that. Run as a Democrat. In my area, you know, that assembly candidate I was talking to, I said, do you know the numbers that you're up against? It's like three to one. 25% Republicans registered here. What do you think his chances of winning are? So what's the point of running? I mean, with numbers like that, how do you expect to win? It's really a long shot every once in a while. You know, you, you keep getting these candidates that, that maybe show up just to keep the dream alive, but it does little more than that. So why would if I was going to run, why wouldn't I run as a Democrat? Well, for me, uh, it's a moral issue, but not everybody's going to share that feeling. And I don't know how strongly I feel about that, quite frankly. I, it kind of vacillates day to day. I, I think at the end of the day, I'd have a hard time jumping into a party that openly supports socialism and and castrating children and deforming children—horrible, uh, really, to me. And that is the Democrat Party. And not only do they support abortion, but they want everybody else to pay for it. And that's really my problem with it. We've talked it to death. They don't—they don't, they don't want to. It's not that they want to allow gay marriage. We already allow gay marriage. I mean, uh, Republicans are going to destroy it. I, maybe they are. I don't know. I'm not aware of any agenda to do that. And I don't really think it would have popular support. So what do you do? You run as a Democrat. Is she, is she horrible for saying that? She says, we can wreak havoc for real from the inside out. We can flip some stuff, but she didn't say stuff from the inside out. She's cursing. And I still got to struggle to raise it. She says, uh, adv- Matthew's advocated for illegally funding her campaign. She says I still got to struggle to raise money for my campaign. Where the heck is my black people with money? I don't care about no dope money. Give me that dope boy money, she said. Where are the duffel bag boys? <laughs> she probably win, uh, you know. And then like did you see I, I saw this I had to I had to look away. And a reporter asked Ocasio-Cortez if she was thinking about running for president. And she's like, well, not right now. I don't think it's the right time. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, I'm moving, right? <laughs> How many times have we been there like, go well, then go. If you don't like it, then go. <laughs> Mr. Uh, white Nationalism. Oh, man, what has happened to our country? Yeah, get whitey and give me that dope money, and I want your vote, too. (laughs) It wasn't enough to get your car jacked and your wallet stolen, and you got to vote for me, too. (laughs) It's like, oh, come on. This is this crime out of control. You can't be like all the above. You could either be like armed robbery or political extortion, but not both. It's a new age that we're living in. I'm glad I can laugh about it. It seems funny now. Wait <laughs> we don't have heat. Wait till the, the food the shelves are empty. It's a little ironic to me that you, if you look at the financial news the the United States holds like, I don't know something like half of all the world's debt. like it's pretty crazy. and uh, but we say're we're, we're, well we're the wealthiest nation on the planet. In other words, we valued our currency the highest, but I don't know if everybody else agrees with that. People are saying that the, the currency crash is happening now. Not to worry. Not to worry, my friends. The Great Reset has already occurred. Switch to to, to digital currency. Everything will be taxed. The Constitution already allows it. Up to 100%. They'll take whatever they want whenever they need to. And it could be a lot. We'll see. Who knows? I don't know. The richest nation in the world, maybe we have nothing to worry about. All these great big American uh, global corporations are all American corporations, right? There's a um, – ah, what's the name of the group now? The uh, German band. Dog on it. Um, am it, It's a heavy metal band. That's the that's the whole song, America. Um, uh, what's it? Uh, Ramsterdam? What's it? What's that called? Ramstan? Right? Ramstan? Ramstan? Hold on, I gotta find it now. Ram. St- Ramstein? Yeah, Ramstein Airbase. No, is it the group? Oh yeah, Ramstein tickets. Yeah, yeah, Ramstein. R A M M S T I N. I can't play it for you, but go find it, and it's America, the whole song. It's a heavy metal, you know, bang your head. I like that once in a while, especially when I'm working out. Anyway, it's it's the whole area, America, America, America. And uh, they have all these American corporate logos. Bothering my throat, trying to uh, be a heavy metal singer. Um, They have all these... uh, these American logos that are, like, in foreign countries. And it's really very telling. It really is. And so, I don't know. Maybe, you know, maybe we're just going through a rough patch. Everything's going to be fine. I hope so. You know, I need my my stocks to come through. Uh, you know, I'm not ready to walk away from my property. So, you know, I'm hoping we can hold on a little longer. Hopefully, this is, like, a 70s thing. You know, but I'll tell you, the, the tough thing, you know, with trying to, to measure where we're at, it's not like it's just a – an energy problem or or a currency problem or an energy problem and a currency problem. It's an energy problem. It's a currency problem. It's a massive border problem. It's a massive, massive drug and mental health epidemic. Um, The the border problem alone, our country is being overrun right now in plain terms. Uh, I can't believe you can't see it in your community. I definitely see it here. You know, our zoning laws and and the way property moves have kind of kept certain areas shielded. So, you know, for example, out here where I'm at, you know, it's uh, lily white out here. You know, we see a, a, a black or Hispanic out here. It's uh, rare, to be honest with you. And it's not that we don't uh, have blacks and Hispanics in this community. It's mostly um, uh, Irish, I think, is the demographic breakdown. Oddly enough, I don't know how that is. Uh, a lot of Jewish people here. Um, quite a few Asians, um, you know, some German, some English, but uh, it's mostly Irish, Jewish, and Asian for whatever reason. Interesting, right? Not a lot of blacks and Hispanics for whatever reason just don't live in this town. Now you go to the next town over, and property values are a whole lot different down there and a whole different place to live, and guess what? The demographic is completely the other direction, completely the other side. And these are the, the racial lines they talk about. Well, there's a road that divides us. And on that side of the road, the kids go to a different school than on this side of the road. Isn't that kind of fascinating? Not completely true. We actually have a segregated section. It was segregated back in the day in our community. Very sad, the history of it. I met some of those people and spoke to them. It's horrible. And... uh these days that there where they were segregated, they, they go to our schools now, we see. That's it. We'll finish up tomorrow. I know this could be two or three days. We'll have to go a little longer. God willing I'll be back tomorrow. Hope to see you there. Make it a great day.